0: I'm really stoked on that that Mike joke. I wish my name was Mike now. Should I change it just for the joke? Nah, you don't look like a Mike. My middle name's Mike. I know. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't know. It's actually Michael. You're, you're not too. You got to be more like, uh, like what's that word? Sleaze bag. I can be sleaze bag. I'll just slick my hair back. Nah, it, it won't work with you. You're not as loud. What if either? I wear sunglasses, and I get a chain? That might help. The chain thing would definitely help you. And then also, should I get a, a like a, a bandana? Nah, not a bandana. What's what's what is it called? The things you put around your neck. Um, I don't know. Like the in Texas? Nah, the collar. No choker. No, it's a, a scarf. Oh, see a Mike wouldn't wear a scarf. I think. Mm-hmm. Should I get? Should I start wearing scarves? <sighs> Yeah, but you can't just stop there. Should I get a fedora? No, that's too much. What should I? How? What should I? Are accompany? you asking? Are you asking? You should. Should you just change your wardrobe? Yeah, you should. No, that's not what I'm asking. Oh, okay. I'm asking. I want to have something that, like, you ever you ever see someone and they have something that's their thing. Yeah, I've been trying to find my thing for a while. Yeah, what if mine scarves? It could work because you. You won't really lose there. Yeah, it'll it'll actually be fine because we are in the bay, so it's not like but you said. I can't stop there. What do I accompany it with? You gotta get a nice jacket, like a bomber jacket, or you don't wear scarves with bomber jackets. Okay, what do I wear? What kind of jacket? And get a nice coat, like a leather coat. No, not a leather coat. A raincoat. Think of a coat that you can wear on a sunny cold day or cold morning. That, you know, like the uh, the warm, fuzzy, tan one you have. Yeah, something of that type of color. I love that coat. Yeah, and something that has that same type of feel. So something that it's I because it's a warm scarf going with like a warm type of vibe jacket, and then the pants. Like just you don't wouldn't wear a scarf with a hoodie, right? Because those are two different things. Well, I feel like the hoodie would kind of block the scarf exactly. from its full potential. Yeah. Because the is like, got a bunch of movement in it, you know? So, all right, I'm going to get a scarf. Should I get cashmere? No. Why? Because you don't, you don't need that yet. You don't even really do Don't be a hype beast with scarves. Dude, nobody's a hype beast on scarves. You know what? I'm allowed to be a hype beast on scarves. I'm not... I can... Okay. I'm fine with that. There's this really cool brand. I don't know if you can call them a brand, but there's this girl in England. She has this company called Pay Your Shooter. It's basically about, it's like pay your photographer. Okay. She sells socks, hoodies, and scarves. And the scarves are like soccer scarves. Oh. It's pretty cool. Because it's, you know how every, it's like, oh, you're wearing a soccer team. No, no, no. This one, it feels like a, the soccer type of vibe, but then it looks very unique. Hmm. Yeah. I really, I almost bought it, but I'm like, I don't really wear them. So what's your thing going to be? Mine's scarves. What's yours? I really want to wear berets. <laughs> Like the hat? Yeah, I've been wanting to do that for a while. I don't actually really know what a beret looks like off the top of my head. But I don't want it to I don't want to wear it in an artsy way. How do you spell beret? It's French, right? B-E-R-E-T. Oh, beret. Let me see. That's what I want. When I, I don't in, know if you could pull that off. No, I can. When I was in Italy, I almost <laughs> bought one. Like I found a store. I'm like, oh my God, finally a good store with good berets. Wow. Gucci sells a $430. No, no, no. Beret. You don't want that one. But uh, actually that would look nice with my scarf. Dude, I was. I think I'm going to get a beret. No, you know which hats you could pull off really well with the scarves? You remember the, You remember that hat you bought me one time for my birthday or Christmas? What was it? It's like one of them golf guy hats. A visor? No, not a visor, but it's like. It's like it's kind of like a beret, but not. It's like those those hats they wore in the fifties. A fedora, not a fedora. Let me look up types of hats. It has, like, it just you put it on your head and then it goes down. One sec, my face is... You just... don't remember that you bought it at Target, I think. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> oh, is it this one? Oh. Let me see. Show me. You're right. I should get that. Let me see. One sec. (laughs) It's loading. (laughs) The big black bar on my screen. Yes. That's more of a you vibe. See, (laughs) I could wear those, but I can only wear those backwards. Oh. Yeah. Because I got a big head. Yeah. Oh, wow. You actually... I'm so used to one size fits all for hats. That now they're they're like you can pick between one, two, three, four, five, six sizes. And it's all in increments of two centimeters. Yeah, that's is that circumference or diameter of your head? Probably circumference. Fifty eight centimeters. That's a medium. I've never <sighs> measured my head, have you? Well, just but by, by hat sizes, yeah. I wish I had measured my head growing up and seeing Even if you more it could. hats. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. I do remember at lids there was like a yeah. You're a like hat what? Sizing. I always knew. I'm like yo, I know what size I am. Actually, I did know. I think I was seven and three because there's Pro Fit and Pro Flex, right? Yeah, Flex pro is Fit it's... is the one that is a size. Yeah, I think I was seven and three quarters. Holy shit! Really? That's Why big? No, then it was seven for sure. I don't remember the yeah. second measurement. What was yours? Seven three eighths. Maybe I was seven in nine sixteenths. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. A size. <laughs> no, I can't even remember what size <laughs> I was. What do you call it? Yeah, but that hat—that's like you with a scarf, dude. Come on. Basically, you're trying to channel your 1950s type of vibe. All right, that's the that's it. Like me, it's in, settled. Me in 1950, I'm probably a cross between like a high class Mexican citizen influenced by the French infiltrating Mexico. Oh, you get it? I think so. You're, that's probably, what you're going for you're going for you're, you're probably like 1950s Boston, uh, influenced <laughs> by Polish immigrant. You know that I am Polish. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, thanks. It's that's what it I'm saying, gets, right? It gets so overlooked in our heritage because of our last name. But yeah, I want to. I want to look into the Dude, Polish. It's like, um, it's like a uh, you know Christ Stefano. Uh huh. So his last name DiStefano is Italian, uh-huh. <laughs> but that's like one tenth. He's seventy <laughs> percent oh. German. Ah. Yeah, and he's like Irish. His mom's Irish, but then his whole lineage is basically from Germany. Interesting, because my Polish great grandfather, he was like an interesting man. He won the house. The house. In a poker game, so dope. How to do shit. He also killed a guy. Oh yeah, by right. accident, of course. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like back then it's like eh, he was gonna die in like five years. Life expectancy. <laughs> that's you true. Know? Good boy. Sometimes I like to pretend I'm his reincarnate. Dude, we're you know what's cool? We're in the time period now. We're in three, four generations. They're gonna know about us. If we do shit, no, but yeah, but there's gonna be records of us because organ organized, organizedly kept. Where like through computers and everything, yeah, we'll they'll be able to look us up easily. Oh, You're right. There's, I there's can my only my great great grandpa's Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only go back. I could hardly go trace my grandparents. You know. Yeah, we all have a internet footprint now. Like my mom's dad? I don't know. That's kind of crazy. It is crazy, but it's cool. I like that. Because we can't... We'll never experience that. Oh, yeah. We'll never know what our past heritage look like unless there's actual physical pictures. Yeah. it's It's cool. It's kind of... We only really see it prevalent at the lowest level through stuff in the 1920s, 40s, 50s. What do you mean? <laughs> like I all, I watch a lot of vintage stuff. Like I love old stuff. <sighs> and you find very few interviews or videos of the past. Cuz it was a lot harder. Like it's so easy dude, now. Dude. Like the Johnny Carson show, that was a moment. Uh-huh. And you can watch the, the clips and episodes on YouTube. Wait, what do you mean? Like, you can't. There's no, we don't know what Johnny Carson would have liked. You know, we don't know what he would have reposted or, uh, uh you know, we just have the video applied to a comment on Instagram. We don't know how he actually would have interacted, but we do know, oh, hey, that was him on the show, right? We have that mm-hmm. with dude with uh, with celebrities now. It's like their kids will be like, why did you retweet this guy? Yeah. (laughs) you know, (laughs) Like stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that was actually a big deal. (laughs) I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) You can go look up your old tweets. I looked them up and I deleted some. I know. Wait, you know I deleted some? No, I don't know that. I know that you can look at your own tweets, though. No, I mean, there's a website where you go like tweet history or something. And I went to my tweets all the way back in 2011. Can't you just do that on Twitter? Yeah, but you're going to have to keep scrolling oh i see like here i clicked the year and then it took me there oh that's that's cool (laughs) bless you three two one welcome back to another episode of sigmund's cafe this is brandon q and i'm dominic and this is the podcast about books it's also about a lot of other things too and some of those other things could include like today's topic fashion that's right Two dudes talking about fashion. No surprise here. Yep. But not to uh, be for real. We're talking about a book by Carolyn Mayer called The Psychology of Fashion. I think it came out in 2016. 2016, uh, 2017. Around that time. Okay. This may seem out of nowhere, but trust me, it's not. It's not out of nowhere. It's actually, It's actually from somewhere. Where's this coming from? Well... I kind of want everyone to know. It's like, if you are you in fashion or are you not in fashion? No, we all are. We have no choice. Because we you, gotta wear clothes. Whether you like it or not, you're participating. Yeah, you have to. Because if you don't, it's kind of you're just naked, and that's just not okay. And you're trying to by say, society standards. You're either trying to say something or trying to say you're not something. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which you know we're we're gonna get more into that, but you know this book kind of hits close to home because I remember when I discovered Carolyn Mayer. I wanted to know everything about her and all that she had to say. Cause you know, you know, I was a psychology major. Yeah. This book is kind of the perfect blend of the, your college career. If you want to call it that. Yeah. Not college, (laughs) higher education. Okay. Yeah. I like you did. You did your bachelor's in psychology. Oh yeah. Big time. And then you went to Mexico and did a little fashion, did a little fashion in Mexico. Right. Yeah, I did. And, uh, I like to credit her, I give her the credit for my trajectory after college. Real quick, what's the name of her book? The Psychology of Fashion. We said it. Oh, we did. Yeah, uh, I don't think we did. Okay, well, that's that's the name of the book. Oh, perfect. It sounds like not a title. That's a thing. It does. You're right. Yeah, it's like a non-title title. Yeah, I think it's like I like I said to you earlier. I'm like, dude, this is many books are going to come into this field, but I think this is a very straightforward beginner book. Yeah, you were saying that you felt like there's going to be more to come. Oh, yeah, big time. And, dude, I think for everything, if you've noticed, too, in the recent couple of years, everyone's just been pimping out psychology. Yeah. Positive psychology has just gone through the roof. Yeah, but here's the thing. Psychology can also be used for marketing. Oh, yeah. It but... has for years, too. Yeah. So Now we're just kind of learning the language. But to get back to what I was saying. Yeah. I discovered Carolyn Mayer and this whole idea of psychology having anything to do with fashion my senior year of college. I remember I was on YouTube. I was like, how can I just thought because senior year, everyone's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, no. Everyone's like, oh, I got to get into grad school. Oh, I got to get. I'm just like, hey, uh, <laughs> I just can't wait to leave. Okay. Yeah, I can't was... wait to leave. I remember I'm like, well, what am I going to do, though? I just kind of want to do something I enjoy or something that I'm interested in. So then what? So then I'm like, I wonder if my degree could be of any value or use to fashion. And then I came across this YouTube series from British Vogue. I think Alexa Chung was running it. Do you know Alexa Chung? (laughs) No, I don't. Oh, yeah. I think if you see her, you'll recognize her. But shout out to her. She was doing this whole series on how young people could get into the fashion industry. And I'm like, boom. You know me. Yeah. Sign from the universe. Yeah. Here we go. Everything's a sign for branding. Oh, yeah. It's big time, big time sign. And, anyways, I'm watching this video and it was like a weekly series. And this was, this had just come out the last, the previous week. And I'm like, okay, too good to be true. Let's go. I'm watching it. And this woman, Carolyn Mayer, she's a professor at the London College of Fashion. I'm like, whoa, that's cool and interesting. And then she goes on to say, it's the only program in the world. With psychology in fashion, and I'm like, dude, I gotta go to London. This was 2016. This is no, this was fall 2015. Okay, fall 2015. I'm like, I need to go to London. Like, that's the only place in the world. And then you didn't go to London. What happened? I did not go because I I don't have just sixty thousand euros sitting around. Yeah, you know, it would be nice. It Lo- would be yeah, that's... London, dude. I gotta London. If you're listening, anyone in England, I'm a big fan of your music scene. Okay The Grime Oh I love Grime Okay Shout out Skepta And I know you guys were like oh of course You're gonna say Skepta Yeah I know other people too what, what another one Kano Also I like me some UK Garage Music Garage Garage Okay Yeah What is that It's like uh, I'll play you There's this huge Classic Garage song I'll play you that. Is, it pro- got a- is it actually Pronounced ger- ger- Garage Yeah it's Garage Garage Over there It's just like They say Privacy Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to say it like them. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. You know play, what my favorite <laughs> word that uh people from Britain say differently than people in America? What? We say extraordinary. Yeah. They say extraordinary. That's literally the word though. Yeah, I know. It's great. I'm it, gonna start trying to do that. It's funny because I always he, forget though. Here people would be like, What are you doing? And you're like, I'm just pronouncing the word. Correctly. You know? Yeah. Dude, why is it that why is it that? America was just like you know what we're not gonna say things like we used to say. I don't know. They created their own anti-English English. Maybe it's slang. That's I just don't happened. No, like the way we spell color, completely different than the way they spell it. How did they spell? Oh, c o l o u r. Yeah. That's but it's still pronounced color. I know, but that's it's, just gonna happen. Just, just imagine gonna, like, how words come up in slang. That's just what happened. You know, like the word realize. Uh-huh. We spell it with a Z. Yeah. England, Australia with an S. Oh, wow. That so is a little mind This blowing. was, look, this is the a, a f- famous UK Garage song. Put it into the mic. Oh, wow. Really gets the blood moving. See what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's, that's really nice. What year is that from? I want to say like 98. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can you can feel the 98 tones just flowing through that one. Yeah. Shout out Spice Girls. Oh, the Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Also, shout out Girls Aloud. Specific shout out to Cheryl Cole. Yeah. I knew you were going to bring her up. Oh, I love that woman. You've somehow worked her I into I love the... that woman. Okay. The most beautiful white woman that's ever existed. Do you want to keep going? <sighs> I'll, I'll give you this time. It's we'll fine. We'll probably cut it out because it's just- I'm having a moment right now. All right. Just say what you have to say so we can move forward. If you're listening, Cheryl, which you're probably not, we should talk. What What would you say to her? I'd ask her if she wants to get some tea. Okay. I'd probably ask her to teach me. I'm like, hey, let's go dance. You know? What kind of dance? Let's go hit the studio, do some choreography, teach me some she. What kind of dance are you trying to do with Cheryl Cole? Choreography. So Actually, you know, I'd really love to tango with her. Okay. I love Tango, man. That's right. That's it's right. another that's another college discovery for me. Yeah, that's funny. How did you get how did you get into Tango? <clears throat> the truth is a girl I had a crush on was taking it. Oh, that's the okay. And then I'm like, well, if she's taking it, I should definitely take it. So that's the root of this. And then you went to Argentina for it. Yeah. She wasn't in that, right? No, she wasn't. You just stuck. You came for the for the girl and you stuck around for the passion. Yeah, that's what happens, man. That really is how you run your life, huh? Dude, I had this thought last night. Yeah. You you show up for the women and you stay for the I passion. Go, I go, oh, wow, that girl's really pretty. Oh, whoa, this is cool, this stuff. Wow, I... You know what? I'm so open minded. <laughs> I go, man, th- I'm so happy I'm an open minded person. And I was just there for the potential of talking to a woman, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, it goes back to Freud, you know? Yep. Since we're on sort of a topic of psychology, a lot of stuff is just motivated by sex. Yep. That's his, one of his core beliefs, right? Yeah. I really believe that. Well, when I discovered Carolyn Mayer and this whole fashion thing, I was, Amazed at how? Oh yeah, this is actually psychology within fashion. It's all this stuff is super making sense. Like it's very straightforward. Like why didn't we think of this before? Like think about it. The clothes we wear, it's psychology. It's nonverbal communication. Yeah, you're you're making a statement without having to say anything. What are you wearing right now? What am I wearing right now? That's why that the term fashion statement comes into play. Like it's a s- actual statement. Yeah. Imagine coming in. Well, people also use clothes to communicate their beliefs. Yeah, like we're dude. Remember, probably the early two thousands. Everybody was wearing a basketball football jersey. Yeah, that's remember right. That? Yeah, and like now we're not doing that anymore. So we're not attaching ourselves to that group. Yeah, that is true. Man, that was, oh, man, that was fun. <laughs> I don't remember those times very well. I think I came to the to the party late. I started wearing basketball jerseys. To, like, social events in 2007. No, that's... 2006, 2005. That's peak. It was? That was the peak. Oh, shit. So I was part of it. You were I didn't part even of know. it. You didn't even know. Wow. I remember, dude, there's, like, an old photo of us, remember? Where I'm wearing a Gilbert Arenas jersey. Yeah. And I think you had a jersey on, too. I was always jealous of that jersey. It was the... The the, the blue one or the gold one? The gold one. Dude, I was so stoked to get that one. Yeah. I was really jealous yeah. of that one. I'll I'll admit to I that. I have about, I think I have four of his jerseys. Agent Zero. Dude, shout out you. Shout out Gilbert, man. Dude, didn't you do his free throw routine? We're in yeah, middle I did. school basketball. I had his shoes and I did his free throw routine. And I want to say you even took a free throw from almost the top of the key. Much like he did. That <sighs> Did you d- do it once or was that? I did it once because I'm like, this was too dramatic. <laughs> This was yeah. way too Like Everybody just couldn't stop looking at how much I was going to jump or not We jump. went to a Catholic school, so Brandon taking a deep free throw was basically him disrespecting the game of basketball. A little bit. And yeah. then I was like, you guys don't know Gilbert Arenas? All I right. think I heard some gasps when you did that. Yeah, and I'm like, this just is not enough. And I think you missed. Yeah. Which made the situation... A- which I'm like, no, I'm going back to what I'm always doing, you know? Yeah. Gilbert doesn't really do this, you know? Yeah. Anyways... We're back on the book here and I think we wanted to talk about uh wait to sum up basically what we were supposed to basically address. Yeah, I got into fashion because of Kevin oh, right. Merrick. You know, and I've always been wanting to read this book. It's just one of those books where you're like, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it. Then you do it. Nice. And here we are. Yep. You know, so that's that. All right. So let's get into this, you know. What uh, does she say? Well, in the intro, she goes fashion expresses who we are, our personality and identity through nonverbal communication, which we kind of brushed on earlier. Yeah. But the key word in that, I thought, I'm like, yo, identity. Fashion is, yeah, that's identity, bro. You know? Yeah. But a question I thought about was, I'm like, oh, what about, does that mean what I wear, am I asking for people to treat me a certain way? Or am I trying to, Keep myself away from a specific group or type of group. Like it, I'm basically trying to say, are we as individualistic as we think we are? Hmm. Kind of because we all got to right? put on clothes. Yeah, you, you can't just walk out naked. You can't it's do comfy. That. It is. I wish, dude. I wish I could just walk out in shorts with some shoes, shorts and some, a good pair of shoes with a nice pair of socks. Yeah, I like me some socks. Yeah, a good pair of socks can change everything. But yeah, you we can't just walk around naked. And even though dude, we used to. Yeah, back in the days of uh Neanderthals. I, I was going to say Neanderthals. Well, dude, she said in the book those are when those are the times when Neanderthals started to wear clothes. So was there a time when Neanderthals didn't wear clothes? Yeah, I think so. Are Neanderthals even part of our genome type? Yeah, of course. Are you they're, sure they're like a different species of human or type of human species, so like it's a branch like monkeys are a branch, yeah, it's gotta be dude, we came from monkeys, I think. Are you sure? I'm not sure, no okay I got- dude, I haven't read sapiens for a long time. I gotta brush up on that. Is that a book, dude, it's a great book. What is it what who wrote that one? Oh man, I forget I forgot the name of the author, but dude it's it's a good book, It's a long commitment. Is it big? Dude, yeah, it's a big book. Oh, okay. But uh the audiobook is I want to say like twenty nine hours. Jeez. Which I remember starting it. It took me probably three weeks to get through it. Dang. Because that's a I, long... I wanted to take my time because the chapters are so dense. That's a really long audiobook. But dude, why do you think I think Neanderthal's or whenever prehistoric humans started putting garments covering their bodies, I bet you it was because they were like, hey. It's cold. It's probably rough. It's cold. I'm trying to hunt. It's like probably it's cold. I'm trying to hunt. Like I can't hunt when I'm cold. It's easier when I'm warmer. So they're probably skinning animals and like using that to keep them warm. So you're saying that the uh, inception of clothing didn't start with the Adam and Eve apple. You're saying it's Neanderthals being cold. Well, oh, come on. I think we all know. It's, it's Neanderthals before. Yeah. I think we you. I think we come on, Adam and Eve had its moment, you know? Yeah. I Catholic. was just but if what what's the alternative? If we just take out Adam and Eve, what's the other alternative to how people got close? What do other people think? Dude, I don't know. I don't know much about the other religions. Not even religions. I'm just talking science. Science? What is what does science believe? That would be, you know what? That would be a good thing to really examined because people they'll go back and talk about the time periods of how humans used to be how it was in the 1800s but we never address why you put that on and not something else yeah we really don't tackle that i think until i want to say the early 19th century because what did the neanderthals 20th century what did they do when it got warm again did they just keep wearing clothes Oh yeah, did they just go, "You know what? I kind of like having my balls covered. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just I'll just keep it covered." Maybe it's for protection. From what though? Trees? Bran- branches? Yeah, but you could you could You ever got a a tree branch to the nuts? I've got a tree branch to the face actually. Me too. Yeah, that hurt. Imagine if you had sunglasses on. I don't see the difference. If you had if you got Cause I got a tree branch to the eye once and it really was painful. <laughs> imagine if I was, imagine That's, if I was wearing when something. When was this? Oh man, I wish I was there for that. I actually know exactly the moment and you were there for that. It what? was, it was in uh, eighth grade and we were going on a hike and I had my head turned and there was a branch, right? Oh, is this when people, they walk through and like they move They the hold branch? the branch, but <laughs> then someone went through it and I wasn't paying attention because each person holds the branch to protect themselves. Yeah. And the person in front of me let go and I turned at the perfect moment and I took the tree branch to the face. Yeah. And the cool. whole day, my eye really hurt. They Imagine probably, if I was wearing sunglasses. Did they even know that they hit you too? No. Yeah, man, see? They turned their back, and I turned... In. I really hope they got what they deserve. It wasn't a big deal. It was all, It was entirely my fault for not paying attention. Actually, that sounds more true. But imagine if I was wearing sunglasses. I wouldn't have had that moment. Yeah, you wouldn't have. I'll never forget it, because I think it scratched my eye. <laughs> Do you have, like a, like, a wrecked cornea from that or some shit? No, it, it hit the white. I remember I went into the mirror, and it was all red. E. Yeah, but... Ouch. But imagine, even on a worse note... If those tree branches like hit your your genitals, yeah. oh wow, yeah, that would hurt. If you, you have a layer would've... protecting, it's not going to hurt as bad. Oh, that's what you're getting at. So maybe it's just to protect. What if clothes? From pain. Okay, so today clothes are a thing of identity. Back then, clothes were literally a thing of function. Yeah, maybe in the same way that tools were items of function. I mean, clothes are still for function though. I'm wearing a coat right now. There are there are clothes. Yeah, like construction workers, they got to wear those hats. Yeah, wear protective clothing. Yep, rain raincoats. But fashion, I don't think that's what it's about. No, the thing with fashion, I think she mentions this in the book. To know that something or something of fashion is basically it's contemporary, like it's in style. But then again, anything that's fashionable, you need to know what fashion is. And what is so fashion? you can only know what you can only know something as fashion if you know fashion. What is fashion? What's well, fashion. So you're going to read the definition of fashion. I'm going to do it. Yep. Okay. What is it? What does it say? A popular trend, especially in styles of dress and ornament or manners of behavior. Second definition, a manner of doing something. Mm, okay. So that kind of is interesting because we're we're completely ignoring the second definition of fashion, but it's, it's dude, not important. Fashion really in short is just whatever's relevant. Yeah. You know? And this is what I like about fashion, how ridiculous it can get and how people now can sneak into fashion events just with confidence. It's been my dream to do that. I think I saw someone on YouTube wear a trash bag into a fashion event that they weren't <laughs> it's, on the list to get into. It's funny because the more wild you look, the more intentional you actually look. And as long as you have a crew of like two people hyping you up, yeah you'll yeah. get in dude i do for years i've always i've always seen people uh you know during fashion week they just go to wherever the fashion shows are and they'll just be in the streets and then it's like oh they're a model oh okay like there's this photographer this photographer i know she went with her friend she was in new york and then she just had a good outfit on you know and then she just started taking pictures of her on the street and then all the other photographers came and then people were like can i pose with you and then she's dude, I think I'm pretty sure she came out in like an article or magazine because of that. So she's she was just a random person? Yeah. It's always been one of my goals or dreams. I just want to go to Paris and go like start taking pictures of someone and be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm heading in the show. And then they I just go in. It's it's crazy. How can you get a press pass though? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm pretty like fashion is very kind of political. What's the fashion world that you experienced? Dude, I saw people, I dealt with people that were good at what they did, and then people where it's like, you're purely opinion. Like, you don't have actual talent. So the world of fashion is one... The world of fashion is basically like the stock market. Okay. A lot of people are just full of shit. There was this one guy, I was doing a project, right, and I needed to borrow clothes. And I was like, hey, so-and-so gave me your number, and he said I I could reach out to you for some clothes do you mind if I borrow some, I have this project. And then he's like, hits me back with the, the PC answer. We only borrow clothes to fashion editorials. Hmm. Not even saying like, hi or whatever. Just like, oh, we only do that. And I'm like, well, actually I'm creating a fashion editorial for my project. And then what? <laughs> no response. Oh, uh, he just didn't want to, he didn't know you. No, but it's not even that he, he didn't know me. He was just like, he thought he was like above me. Cause I went to the brand's Instagram and they were just—they posted about oh, so and so celebrity came in and tried it on, tried on our clothes. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's what you live for, hmm. you know. Hmm. And if we want to bring the the whole psychology fashion part of it, the clothes are not the clothes in that in that instance. Hmm. In that moment, it's like your clothes aren't clothes. Your clothes. This is all just status to you. Yeah, this is all just like uh, your identity right now is just exclusive. But but of course it's like that because fashion is a superficial industry from the core, right? All it is is someone wearing clothes, and you judge, and it's a judgment on the appearance of the clothes. So of course that's where it's gonna go. I don't. I wouldn't say superficial because there's people that it's like books. You know, there's like really good books. It's like, oh, this author really cares about what they write. They're actually good at what they do. But then there's people that they're celebrity like, "Oh, you came out with a biopic just to bring in extra money." Well, of course, but of course there's going to be people that actually like it. But then that's what the negative that comes with it. Cuz if you look at fashion from the core of it, that's what it is. And that's how you're kind of explaining it okay. too. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We're kind of digging at something important here. Okay. Perception. Uh, perception, right? Well, okay, yeah. This book does a really good job of breaking down how perception is affected directly with fashion. It's like what what you're wearing right now, you can go somewhere, maybe to a different country, maybe to a different type of place, even in your own city. People Be- get a total different idea of who you are and what you're intending to do at that place. That's true, huh? Yeah. That's right? true. I remember when we were in Mexico, they said we dress like Americans. Yeah. Yeah. And what's that, the perception of that? Is that good or bad? I think it's good. Okay. I mean it's not it's not bad, but it's not, like, it's just good. It's just a fact? It's not good or bad? No, nah, it, it kind of... um <clears throat> When I went to Italy, I started to notice that, too. Like, I was walking around in my gold Air Maxes, and I'm like, oh, that's right. These aren't big in Italy. Yeah, I bet you you did. What are the, what's big over there? Isn't it, like, a nice leather shoes more common? Yeah, they don't really care for sportswear. Like, sportswear, athleisure stuff, it's very... Westernised. Okay. Maybe in England. In England and maybe parts of uh like France and Belgium. Okay. But in Italy, because Italy's very traditional. Not I don't want to say extremely, but in Italy it's like you're walking amongst where the Romans walked. So what are the mass majorities of people wearing out out in Italy? A lot of high, a lot of higher fashion. I see. So me <laughs> walking around in like uh I was probably, I was like 23 at the time, me walking around in jeans and like a cool pair of sneakers and a fresh tee who I think, oh, yo, I, I look good in like a Jordan hoodie too or a Jordan t-shirt over there. They're just like, um, yeah, you like look poor because um, <laughs> like, dude, once basketball, I'm wearing essentially a basketball inspired outfit, right? The value of basketball isn't as big in Italy for casual wear. In general, so anything associated to that is what if you're playing basketball? Even that, it that's what I'm trying to say. It's like playing basketball is not as cool as playing soccer. Oh, right, you know, I see what you're saying. yeah. What Just, about people wearing soccer stuff? Everyone's got soccer stuff, that's the thing. It's so, so prevalent, it's kind of like football here, maybe. So, if someone's wearing a soccer jersey, what are they accompanying with that? Probably a, a beer. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but look, see, and then- What kind w- of pants and shoes are they wearing? Just, dude, anyone anyone, and everyone has a soccer jersey. I know, it's, but it's like how the do they ch- incorporate it? It's not it's not fashionable at all. So if you wear a soccer jersey, you're just kind of- They're tacky. Really? Yeah. What if dude, you're at a soccer game? When I went to Argentina, we went out one night, and I'm like, yo, I just bought this new Argentina jersey. Like, I'm feeling fresh. We go to the bar, and the security guy is like, Yo, know, you can't go in with that jersey. I'm like, well, what? What do you mean? You know? He's like, read the sign. No soccer jerseys allowed. I'm like, what the hell is this? That's really specific. I know. And apparently, it's because they kind of don't want some fights to break out or something. In Argentina? Yeah. Is it? And then I, I was like, um, is it like some club shit? Like they don't want opposing dude, clubs to get in a fight? Yeah. Also, but it's also just cheap. Oh. It's also just, it's like walking in, I don't know, in a tank top. It's just cheap. Uh, I see. So then I'm like... Uh, when you say, what what I meant was, you remember that movie with Elijah Wood? Green Street Hooligans? Yeah. Yeah. Is that why? They just don't want... Is soccer like that? N- I Not like that. Out dude, there? Dude, that England, England is another world. I see. Okay, sorry. Like in on. England, kind of the whole perception we're digging at. In England, you know Stone Island? Have you heard of that brand? No. So Stone Island, again, with the whole perception thing, right? And the whole what you wear kind of says who you are, who you're not. In England, Stone Island was a brand associated with soccer fans. Like, if you wore Stone Island, it's like, yo, I'm ready to go. Like, let's fight. Oh. Yeah. And then here in America, it's like, it's kind of classy. Stone Island? Yeah. I like Stone Island, too. It makes some beautiful jackets. Why did people want to fight? I don't know. It was just a uniform. Like, if you were... Like on your, if you were in Stone Island and you're at a soccer match, you're ready to throw. Is it athletic wear? It's where you're more, I guess, fl- or um, I don't know, dynamic. It's like so. Here's another example. Are you familiar with Fred Perry? No. Fred Perry is another English brand, right? They make polo shirts in England. Yo, know, Fred Perry's pretty hip, and objectively, I like their stuff too. Okay. It's it's kind of like uh, you would probably see it as like a Ralph Lauren type of clothes. Okay. I like their stuff. It's very classy. It's nice, okay. but in America, guess what? Fred Perry is associated with huh? White supremacists. Why? So there's a colorway, black and yellow colorway, right? Okay. Have you heard of the Proud Boys? Yeah, that's their uniform. Oh, and Fred that, Perry's specifically Fred Perry black and yellow colorway. And guess what? Because of that, it's that colorway is banned in America. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So how do the Proud Boys get it? They have to have it imported. I don't know. They probably like pay big top dollar on ebay or some stuff jesus but you see you see where our perception and this whole uniform thing it's a big deal so the whole brand is just tarnished here a little bit yeah so oh wow so that's again whether you accept it or not let's say you go oh wow this is a great shirt fred perry i look good in this i'm gonna wear this yeah someone who doesn't specifically know what's going on with the proud boys but if they see you wearing that, you're associated with it. You're, yeah, you're you're pretty much associated with it. So, you can't wear it. Like if if uh imagine if I put that on. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> that sucks for the brand because they it does. unintentionally are losing business because of a group of individuals who chose it. It's weird too for brands like so supreme for example. That's a skateboard brand. Right. I knew it only as a skateboard brand. I remember early on through college, I'm like, why are all these teenagers just excited about wearing Supreme? And then I started to see people. I'm like, yeah, you definitely don't skate. Like you are a nerd. Like, what are you doing with this? How do you even know this? This is a thing. Okay. The brand of wearing that, the brand became more than what it was. I don't know, dude. I mean, anytime there's, it's, this is why this is why I kind of use the example of the stock market because there needs to be some scarcity, right? Uh huh. So some people probably looked at Supreme as exclusive, uh huh, and status. Okay. Where other people saw Supreme just as that skate brand. But I remember I'm like, dude, the way that I associated people wearing Supreme, I am like, oh yeah, this guy knows about skateboarding. No, not anymore. Yeah. This uniform has shifted. Yeah. I can't wear Supreme anymore because of that. Can you even get it? Yeah, I can get it. Okay. Anyone could get it. I saw people getting hyped over getting a sticker that cost them probably $20. A sticker is $20? A Supreme. That's probably, that's on the cheap end too. I could probably look it up right now. No, it's okay. Okay. But (laughs) why, they can just mark shit up like that? No, but they don't mark it up. That's that's what I'm saying. The resale price is that much. Oh, because they can't uh get it if they go through the supplier. Yeah. If they go through the Supreme directly. It's just yeah, it's not gonna happen. Oh man. All right, moving on. Dom, let me ask you a question. Okay. Actually, before that, let me let me like bring you into the question. Okay. So there's a chapter in the book called Fashion and Behavior. And she kind of addresses how there's certain different feelings we can feel depending on what we're wearing yep so let me ask you a question okay are you going suit and tie or are you going pjs well that depends am i going to bed or am i going out so you're saying there needs to be a situation like i'm just saying like there's no context here just give me give me what you want no the context is extremely important why I'm not going to go out in PJs and I'm not going to go to bed in a suit. Okay, but why? Because, because I don't think I need to explain myself. No, you do. Everyone's confused right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to sleep in a suit because it's just uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And I don't want to go out in PJs because. It's uncomfortable? Yeah, so I call it, yeah, in my head, in my head. Ironically, it's uncomfortable, even though it's so comfortable. Yeah, it's true. Which, I went to I went to the grocery store once in a robe, and just, people were like, "You wearing a robe?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm wearing clothes under this. I'm not naked." That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to dig at. And that kind of pissed me off too because it wasn't a big deal. Like you, I was wearing pants too. You can see I'm wearing pants <laughs> under. It. it was like the whole being naked thing. Yeah, like people didn't think I was wearing a shirt underneath, and that pissed people off. The reason enough why, to say something. The reason why I'm bringing. Why this? is wearing a robe in public? A big deal to people? Why do they feel that they need to say something? It's funny because really it should be the other other way around. We should be going like, wish I was that guy. Yeah. A robe is so comfortable. It's a sweater. It can be a long coat. And it's comfy and it's warm. It's got big pockets. It does have big pockets. That's what I like about the robe. You know, I ordered a robe and it didn't come with the rope. I was so pissed. Oh. I had to order the rope separately. Dude, I've been trying to get into robes. There's a lot. What what are you looking at? I want to get a custom robe. Oh. What yeah. are you what are you what are you looking at? I want to get something like felty, something warm. What color? That's the thing. I don't know if I want like a burgundy. I kinda of wanna go classy. I'm c I c feel like I want to go classy or I wanna go maybe like green or purple. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Purple want, would be nice. I kinda of wanna go classy, but also wanna go something. Classy and comfy, but that's a it's a very it's a hard line, you know. I straight up bought the scumbag robe. Oh come on, guy. the red and black one. Yeah, everyone see, no, knows it. I, I, I do don't. That. I don't think that I have to explain what it looks like yeah. because I think everyone's seen it. Look, I'm it's asking, always the alcoholic dad in the movies wearing yeah. this robe. That's the one I got. Look, I'm asking you this question because she says in the book that our behaviors kind of dictated by what we're wearing, or it can be affected, really, right? Yeah. Even other people's behavior, kind of like you're pointing out, you see somebody wearing something, and you're just like, some people go, "I'm inclined to say something right now." What? What why? is that? What? Why, dude? And think about it, people don't even, people don't even realize why is someone else's clothes affecting you, because they don't even know who you, you're a stranger. Yeah. Those people that giving you looks and all that stuff, they didn't have to look. They didn't. The, I was them- just minding my business, buying some orange juice. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. On the flip side, sometimes it's on the positive side. Some people say, oh, I like your shirt. I do. I really appreciate those people. Yeah, me too. And, but, so she goes, she mentions in the book, Carolyn Mayer, a lot of people feel better when they're well-dressed. Yeah, it's Would true. you say that's true? Oh, yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah. I've, uh... You ever put on a shirt and you feel more slender? Dude, I've put on a shirt and I'm like, this is me. <laughs> Like I'm ready to be me to the world. It lets you feel comfortable in your own second skin. Oh yeah, that's right. Because clothing is our second skin. Yeah, I would say not only do I feel more comfortable, but I feel more proud. So when you put on an outfit that you're feeling good about, your -hmm. your mindset is, hello world, it's me, and I'm ready to present myself. A big reason why I'm bringing up this chapter is because a couple weeks ago, I forgot what episode we were doing. You called me out and you said, you're not dressing like who you actually really are. Yeah, because you have clothes in your closet you never wear. It's true. And I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Because in the few moments where I'm like, you know what, this is 100% me, I've had all positive experiences. And it pisses me off because you're like, check out my dope new sweaters I ordered. You'll send me screenshots. And then I never see them. Yeah. and It's uh, like, why even send me this if you're not going to wear it? Yeah. I know. It's... Why? I don't know. You know what? I have a, I have a lot of integrity, I feel. Right? It's really weird to me. Whenever I buy something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this on. And I rarely buy clothes. Yeah, because here's the thing. I think with fashion and along with this book, how we're talking about identity, behavior, I'm afraid of things are going to change. <laughs> no, I, I, I say that jokingly, but here's what I mean. So... So you think people's opinions about you will change for the better? And that, no, no, and that, no. That no, afraid, I, it makes you scared? I don't like the artificiality. Of what? So, for example, a couple days ago was my birthday, right? Right. I don't want people to know it's my birthday and then all of a sudden get all this fake love and attention. It's like, hey, just because it's my birthday, you're being nice to me? That's fucked up. I don't appreciate that. Are people really... Giving you that much more attention when it's your birthday? Yeah. Oh. And it's probably not a lot, but the fact that you feel Just like- Just a little bit. You don't like that little bit of extra attention. Hey, why are you being nice to me? You're being extra nice to me. Now I know this is fake. Extra nice is what? What are you going to do for your birthday? You. Why don't you ask me what I'm going to do on the weekend? What You never ask me this question. No. You're asking me what I'm gonna do for my birthday. You're not even invited. That's a talking <laughs> that's a talking point though. People Is feel like though? they have to say that. No, yeah, they have to say so you it. You can't you can't get mad at someone for that because that's just how we were groomed growing up. Everyone always asks that question. Dude, if it's someone's birthday, I feel like I shouldn't tell them happy birthday because But then you're the asshole. No, no, no. They've heard it like 30 times. So what are you gonna say instead? Are you saying when it's someone's birthday, you'll give them a compliment or say something nice that isn't related to their birthday? No, I'll I'll just do it in a different way. It's happy birthday. I hate happy birthday. What are you going to say? Well, here's what I actually did say to someone. I said, hey, when I was leaving, I said, hey, enjoy your birthday. So it's more of a statement? It's more of an intentioned way of speaking. Hey, buddy, you do this for your birthday rather than happy birthday, which is kind of general. You're saying... You go out and you enjoy what, like, what you deserve today. For example, a mutual friend of ours. I remember I texted him one time on his birthday. Said, "Hey, congratulations! It's your birthday. Don't respect anyone today." Oh, right. It's a day. Di- no, it hits, not, no, it not hits right. Different. No, not right. It does hit different, but the intention of that just makes it seem like a birthday is a free pass to be a dick all day. Maybe he needed that. <laughs> Maybe he. It's his birthday. He's has some. Different type of right to do that. So you're giving him permission. I'm like, hey man, don't respect anyone. It's your birthday, okay? <laughs> it's like, of course, it's in fun, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm getting at. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That that would that would make me happy if I, mean, I got that. On d- my dude, birthday. imagine because you're talking, you were talking about earlier how you went to the store in a robe and people were just looking at you different. Yep. If it's your birthday, you're walking out in a suit. It's a different feeling, right? So versus yeah what what you say when you're wearing what you what you really intend to what you really want to wear you feel better about yourself. What about the other way around? What what happens if you didn't do laundry and you just grab something and you're feeling like shit?
1: Dude, what I was, does that do
0: to you? What does that do to your entire day? I was wondering about this too, because for me, it's pretty much been the last two years. Oh shit. <laughs> you have all that clothes, those clothes you bought that you don't wear. Why don't you just wear those one of those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I got to do it. All right. I got to do it. Yeah, this you is, really do. This is a book. The universe has slowly been trying to punch me in the in the butt, you know? Like inside? No, just punch me in the butt. Like on the cheek? Yeah. Okay. The universe so you're not been, getting fisted by the universe. No, okay. The universe has been Just trying to make to, that clear. The universe has been trying to punch me in the butt and is saying, hey, you gotta be more of you. Yeah. The psychology of fashion, this book, I'm like, man, all this makes sense to me. I get all this. This, yeah, I agree. So you're saying for the last two years you felt shit every shitty every day because you're not wearing what you want? No, that was a joke. Oh. But at times, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I didn't just, even pick, I didn't even pick up on that as at, a joke. At times, oh wow. <laughs> well, that's something about me. <laughs> no, but uh imagine if we all just wore what we are. If everything would be much easier. Kind of like how we go back to when people go we should just all be unapologetically ourselves. But then you create a world of narcissists. Ooh, that's a good point. But, In what with way, clothing, though? but what But with clothing, it's different. With clothing, it's different. If you're speaking general, yeah, you create narcissists. But with clothing, it works. As long as you're not, like, naked. So on my birthday, I'm going to wear a robe all day. And once, if someone says something, I'm just going to try to provoke people. I'm going to say, it's my birthday. And then I'm going to flip the, the script on them. Yep. That's what I'm going to do next year. This actually, year actually I want to bring this a little bit to books because the whole time throughout this book, I was like, this entire thing of how clothes is nonverbal it applies to just anything that's really an object, right? I specifically was thinking of books. imagine how we judge people or we like to judge ourselves. Oh, I only read these type of books. I love biographies, hardcore biographies, kind of like how in music. People, oh, I love this type of music. This is my favorite artist, kind of like films. Mm-hmm. So, this is just a pattern in everything. I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, with books. But that's just interests. This is, dude, this is a weird episode because this is the first book, and I don't know how long that we did where it doesn't really have a plot. It doesn't really have a purpose other than to inform. The Marie Kondo book was to inform. Yeah, but the, it was like more of opinion based, right? Like so the, this is like facts. You're saying this is more observational. This is more straightforward. I see. Like, there's not much argument here. There's just okay. I see that and I apply it. No, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because I feel like every book we've done is like that. Really? Yeah. Rich dad, poor dad. Just like this well, is rich how rich dad, is. poor dad. See last week's episode. Robert was the character. Like, it's about Robert. And what? Fashion uh, isn't a person. Okay, okay. Let me think what else we did. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Let me think back another week. Even the Action Bronson book. It's really about Action Bronson. Yeah, that's you true. You know? That was. Like, we learned, like, oh, man, he really knows how to cook some good snacks. I can't even think of the other books we did right now. Let's see. <clears throat> All right, let's, uh, how should we bring some clothes? Some impressions? Yeah, let's talk about uh, what. Let's see what your first impressions were. We uh, okay. We usually open up with first impressions, guys. But uh, maybe let's just end on our last <laughs> impressions. We forgot. Oh yeah, sure. Let's. Because you know what, this is a book where I kind of needed. I needed to talk to you to understand more of this book. Really. See, that's how I view every book. Really. Yeah, I need to talk okay. it out to actually understand it. I don't think I. I didn't really learn much. But I I don't mean that in a negative way. This is kind of a, this was, dude, this book, honestly, it was just, it felt like a really long TED talk, which isn't bad, Mm -hmm. but it just felt like I was being informed and lectured, which is cool. Well, it's kind of like, would you say it's almost like an academic journal? Because it's about psychology? you're right. It's more on that, more on that type of side. Yeah. More on that way. So I would say it's a book that's definitely, it's a good starter. It's a, it's a nice gateway drug. Uh-huh. Gateway drug to what? Just, if you are into fashion, this will take you maybe to other places within fashion. Get into the more hard stuff? I think, like me, you know, because I love photography, this is a good way to kind of evaluate my lens. When you say lens, do you mean... I mean, I'm making a pun. So that was a eufem- euphemism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, but what, what I'm trying to say is. Can you explain the is, euphemism to no, me? No. Okay. What I'm basically trying to say is so I, I have. I just so, don't understand it. We'll talk, That's why we'll, I asked. We'll him. talk off here. You don't want to explain it to no, our I'm, wonderful I'm trying, listeners? No, I'm trying to make a point. You're getting in the way of that point, and I just got to break through that wall. All right, fine. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. No. Sorry. Wait, I was going to say this because I got a, a psychology background. I like photos. I like women. I like clothes. Oh, this is how I can better make sense of everything and see it clearly. Did you feel? This is a good backbone to be like, yeah, I had these type of thoughts. Now I see how to interpret those thoughts and kind of make good comparisons. Okay. So yeah. you needed this book. I needed it. I liked it exists, yeah. That's good. I'm really glad that it exists. If it didn't exist, would you write it? Nah, because she's a full full blown PhD. Uh, like she's hardcore in psychology. Yeah, I know, but you're comparing yourself to her. If she didn't exist, there would be no other person to write this. Potentially, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, but th- why would here's you the thing, want to step into that? Here's lane? the thing. Why would you is, want to create the lane for yourself? That's a good point. But why? maybe Maybe it would have happened down the road because this this woman's not in her twenties. How old is she? She's in her fifties, forties. Oh, you know, she's so a she's full, got experience. she's a full blown psych, psychology professor. I see. You know, so she came to this understanding over a long period of time. Okay. Has this affected your sense of fashion? You think? No. 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 You're still gonna dress like that. When you say like that, what is the undertone <laughs> there? What I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. When you say, "What you do? well," here's how you said it: You're still gonna dress like that. There was a, there was an I emphasis on that. I didn't get that. You I think you I didn't, didn't get, get that? that? No, I didn't I didn't get I didn't get that at all, no. Yes, I'm still gonna dress like this. Oh, all right, fine. That's <laughs> well, too bad. You, well you're 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 judging me off on of what I'm wearing right now. I'm just saying you could be I could help you, but you don't want me to help you. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been another episode of Sigmund's Cafe. That's right. It was. And uh yeah, man. You can't run away from fashion. As much as you want to? You never can, because if you do run away from fashion, you're just naked. Or dead. Even when you're dead, they put you in a suit. Oh, whoa. Unless they burn you naked. Yeah, probably. Do they actually... It would be disrespectful to put someone in a casket naked, right? Dude, I wonder if it's illegal. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give them some respect. And then you know, here's the thing too. It's like you're putting someone in a casket. Maybe you're putting them in their favorite suit, and you're like, "Man, I wanted that suit." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? It's like, do you put them in a bad outfit? Because you're like, eh, get rid of it. Nah, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're just treating it. Man, this oh, was man. A, this was a good thing we just hit. Let's leave them on that. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.